So, you ready for Ron? Let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, happy Friday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you live from our Stratus IP studios here in lovely eastern Indiana. Don't let cyber attacks or outdated business technology put your company at risk. Learn more at briannicholshow.com forward slash Stratus IP. All right, we teased it there. Bob, you ready for Ron? I think you are because you're joining us today, leading the, the fight that is to get Ron DeSantis as the GOP frontrunner for 2024. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show. Bob Carey, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. And, and hey, Seems to me that Governor DeSantis is already the front runner. All the polls are seeming to show that. It's interesting, right? Because so let's rewind. You go back two months, I think, or so ago. Uh, we were going into election day. Well, I guess it's a month ago. Wow, it feels like it was forever ago. Um, no, election day was just around the corner. It feels like, and uh, we had the the original polls. That was right when Trump had announced, and it looked like he was going to be the the front runner. Trump was going to be the guy. But behind the scenes, I think a lot of folks candidly, have been a little tired of Trump. And Ron DeSantis, especially during an era of COVID, has presented himself as a true viable option for the GOP. Now, even here on the program, we've had many a conversation with folks from all over the uh, the different uh, ways of how should the GOP approach this? Should it be Donald Trump? Should it be a Ron DeSantis? Should it be someone else? Should it be a unity party? I think there is a lot of different conversations happening, but at the end of the day, I I think it's good that we're seeing some some competition in the GOP primary, but you're leading the charge for Ron DeSantis specifically, Bob, and you're doing so through the lens of a veteran. So if you would, start off, introduce yourself here to the Brian Nichols Show audience and why you, as a veteran, are uh, leading the charge and you are ready for Ron. Well, thank you very much, and thanks for having me on the show as well. So, yeah, I'm retired Navy. Uh, I, I did uh, 32 years in the Navy, 10 years active, and 22 in the reserves. Was mobilized four times post 9-11. Um, and so, you know, I, I retired in 2015 and, uh, from the reserves and, and I loved every moment. Well, not every moment of my service, but I love most of my moments of my service. And, um, and, and, and so I'm, I'm helping, uh, the ready for Ron, uh, campaign, uh, and I'm leading the, the veterans ready for Ron regiment. Uh, and, and we're, we're looking to recruit veterans who, uh, feel the same way, who want to help, uh, Ron DeSantis become the next president of the United States and who want to make sure that uh, what veterans care about is uh, is dealt with. You know, uh, one of the things that uh, uh, my background in the 2014 and 2016 elections, I was actually the military and veterans engagement director for the uh, um, for the Republican National Committee. And we put together a nationwide program of, uh, of veterans out in the field, uh, recruiting people to um to become uh, you know, working with the uh, Republican National Committee and with the Republican candidates. And we had uh, um, we had about 50 full time veterans uh, working on the various staffs. And we had about a thousand committed volunteers and about 10,000 overall veteran volunteers. And you know what? It works um, when you get on the ground, when you make phone calls, when you knock doors, uh, when you go to Blue Angels Air Shows, man, if I saw one more Blue Angels Air Shows, I was going to be able to jump into the plane <laughs> myself and fly it. But you know what? That's where you meet veterans. That's where you meet voters. And 
we won the veteran vote by 27 points in 2020, the most ever. Plus, we got about 2.8 million additional veterans to the polls in in, in 2016. Wow. We won the veteran vote by about 20 in 2016 by by 27 points, and we got about 2.8 million additional veteran voters to the polls in uh, 2016 compared to 2012, and that's because we're on the ground. You know, people think that the veteran vote is in the bag for the Republican Party, and it's not. You know, in 2020, uh, the Republicans only won the uh, veteran vote by uh, about seven points, um, and you can't take it. You can't take it for uh, um, you can't take it for granted. And so uh, uh, that's what we're doing. Uh, we're recruiting veterans. We're we're going to their conventions. We're going to where the veterans are. We're giving them training. We're telling them how to do this sort of stuff, and we're getting them involved. Hey, we had veterans out at polling places. In New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia, Texas, Michigan, and Nevada on the election day of 2022, (laughs) two years prior. And they weren't there to say, hey, you know, vote for this or that candidate. They're saying, please sign this petition to convince Ron DeSantis to run for governor or run for president in 2024. Two years prior. That's how that's how excited people are about a Ron DeSantis candidacy. And I think we can I think we can continue that um, through the Ready for Run uh, initiative. And, and so I, I, I'm really excited to be working on this. Yeah. And there's a video I want to share here. This is from your website. Let's take a listen to this really quick. A nice little 30 second video starting things off with our former president, Ronald Reagan. Take a listen. But if fascism ever comes to America, it'll come in the name of liberalism. The left does not want to honor our freedoms, and we have a responsibility to fight back on all fronts. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. We will be standing our ground. We'll be holding that line. We are not going to back down. We have only begun to fight. To beat Biden, America needs a fighter. America needs Ron DeSantis. Visit readyforron.com. Ready for Ron paid for and is responsible for the content of this advertising. So when when we're talking politics and you look at someone like Ron DeSantis, I've been much more on board with Ron DeSantis as a potential candidate. Now I'm coming more from I'm in the like the Rand Paul, Thomas Massey camp here from a political lens. But Ron DeSantis really has appealed to me because especially in an era of COVID, he has been I would say almost perfect. There were some issues there when he first started off in COVID, but from then he pretty much was the best governor to look to look to in America in terms of how he handled COVID because he, he followed the science. And now he's going through and he's actually leading forward and trying to to uncover what happened here as we're going through not just the 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 the, vi- uh, the vaccines and the the rollout there, but just the narrative that was pushed down from the government and the different pharmaceutical companies seemingly working hand in hand in many instances. So it's it's it. I guess it's nice to see someone like Ron DeSantis carry the mantle of the person who fights, and that's what Trump had right in 2016. But Ron DeSantis is actually fighting back from like the policy and the system itself. Versus, I think Trump was more so bull in China shop is what it came across. So I'm curious, what are your perspective as I guess as you're looking at Ron DeSantis? Do you see him more in the lens of? I guess that person who is actually making change happen, or is there other reasons that you're looking to uh, to Ron DeSantis, I guess, on your end? Oh, the man gets stuff done. Mm. I mean, I don't know. uh, I I don't think the Army Corps of Engineers or a military uh, engineering unit could have put together that bridge to Sanibel Island as quick as the state of Florida did. I mean, that was remarkable. And and, and, and that should not be underestimated. The man knows how to work it. 
He knows how to how to exercise the levers of power in government to get it done. And, you know, and I think that's what we saw in the Florida voters in the 2022 election. You know, they almost went to recount in the 2018 election when he won the when he, when he won the, uh, the governor's mansion. And, uh, you know, he won by, I don't know, something like less than 50,000 votes, less than one percentage point. This time he won by almost 20 percentage points. That's not more snowbirds moving from Michigan down to Florida. That's people that voted against Ron DeSantis in 2018 saying, you know what? This guy gets it done. He needs another chance and voting for him in 2020. And that's important, too, to be able to, you know, pull people that would otherwise have voted against you to now vote for you. That's important. And that's and, and, and that's big. And uh, and I think that's an important element of why I'm so strong about uh, Ron DeSantis. But then, you know, look, his record in, 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 as governor, his record as a representative, he understood what needed to be done for veterans. He did it for veterans. He didn't back down and he kept at it. And I appreciate that, too. But the guy, you know, the guy's smart. The guy knows the, the guy knows how to get it done. The guy knows how to stick to his uh, stick to his principles and at the same time, you know, be relatively nice, happy. People like, like happy. Yeah. People like happy warriors. Oh, it's so true. Well, and so I, I am much more in the Dale Carnegie kind of approach, like how to win friends and influence people. And it is to be that happy warrior, right? There's, it's so easy to be the person going out and criticizing and complaining and pointing at the thing and saying that's wrong. That's bad, but it's a different thing to be the happy warrior and then leading forward with real tangible solutions that not just sound good, but actually are good. And I think when you look at Ron DeSantis, specifically with Florida over the past few years with COVID, that is exactly why so many people are gravitating towards him, both literally and figuratively, because you saw Florida has become a bastion of, of Republicanism because over the past two years, a lot of folks wanted to get away from these very hyper blue areas, yours truly included. Now, granted, I didn't move to Florida. I moved out to Indiana, but I moved away from a blue city. I moved away from a blue state because I saw how bad things were getting. And you look at someone like Ron DeSantis, people gravitated towards Florida, gravitated towards him, not just because they think like his ideas sound great, but because he was showing that the ideas work. He was making Florida an example. He was showing that the ideas, when they're put into action, actually will be successful. So I guess I say all that to then say, what the heck are we doing with Donald Trump still? How can the GOP rein in their focus if they really want to have some electoral success in 2024? I mean, I think it's almost uh, apparent at this point, it has to be someone other than Donald Trump, yet Trump, his ego maybe has gotten in the way to not let him step out. What is it with Trump there, Bob? In the world of wine, there are so many choices, and that's why Blood of Tyrants Wine has tyrants losing their heads. Whether you're looking for a new go-to at home or want to impress your friends at a party, Blood of Tyrants Wine has you covered. And if you're trying to get rid of some pesky tyrants in your life, well, we've got that covered too. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash wine and get $5 off your order. One more time, briannicholshow.com forward slash wine. Free men don't ask permission, so take a sip. You'll be glad you did. You know, I, I don't think that's really the important issue here. Um, you know, this is why we have primaries. Iron sharpens iron. Steel is forged in fire. We had a very competitive uh, primary in 2016. 
the Republican Party did. Uh, Donald Trump wasn't named the presumptive candidate until mid-May of 2016, uh, a month and a half before the Republican convention. So, uh, and he won. Um, the Democratic primary in 2020 was very competitive. Uh, then Senator Harris was eviscerating uh, then Vice President Biden um, on, on the campaign trail and in the debates. And now she's his vice president. Um, and, you know, let the voters decide. Uh, you know, the vote, I mean, we are, you know, sovereignty in our country lies at the people and through the people to the states and then to the federal government. And that's why we have primaries. That's why we uh, that that's why things flow up to the federal government, not flow down, or at least that's constitutionally how it's supposed to work. <laughs> and, um, and and so let the voters decide, you know, let, let, let's have that debate. So. Let's have the debate, not, not have the debate now, but I guess let's look at the debate. Let's look to 2024 because it is right around the corner, believe it or not. We're in December already. Oh, my gosh. I could not. Well, hey, it. I mean, depending on how things go with the primary schedule, uh, we will have um, a year from now will likely be something in Iowa, which is wild. Like, yeah. <laughs> And and yeah. I mean I'm I'm a sales guy by trade right I'm I'm wrapping up my calls here this week and thinking like okay we got a couple a uh, couple weeks left right and then you look and you're like oh wow yeah 2023 is literally in two weeks and I guess now you're looking ahead to 2023 and beyond that means beyond Trump and beyond DeSantis there are likely gonna be more GOP uh, folks popping into the primary and I guess let's look at because you brought this up a couple times and I wanted to turn back towards this the idea of and we say this all the time on the show, meeting people where they're at on the issues they care about. And you were bringing up veterans a lot, which I really appreciate because we've had many a time vets here on the show and you hear so often that veteran issues are not being addressed. They're being ignored, right. not discussed, and specifically in the world of addressing mental health issues. Um, and just that, that's been something we've been really trying to bring up here on the show as, as solutions. So I look to, I guess, what you guys are bringing to the table for Ready to Run and I see there is that approach for veterans as well, but veterans supporting Ron DeSantis, and you, you mentioned a lot of the support Ron DeSantis has done for veterans, but I guess when you're looking at the, those specific issues, help us, right, in the liberty movement, this is beyond Ron DeSantis, let's look at the issues that we're talking about here. What are you seeing are the main things that veterans are bringing to the table saying, we need help here so we can have a better job at communicating what we can bring to the table from solutions? Well, a big part of the thing is is, is transition. You know, you're going to leave military service sooner or later, either on your feet or feet for or, or you know, being carried out the door feet first, and um, uh, and, and you're going to make a transition. And you know, right now that transition can be tough. You are leaving uh, an organization that is you know far more like a family than it is like a like like a work situation where you are you know. You, you you share your sweat, you share your food, you share your blood with these guys and gals. And you're, you're probably never going to have a close relationship. The guys I fought with in Desert Storm in 1991, I still get together with. I was just with them at the Army-Navy game last week. You know, these are relationships that I will never forget and will always be in my life. And, and, and it's difficult to replicate that in the, in the, in the civilian sector. And, uh, and and there's a lot of problems there. One of the and, and so one of the you know big reasons for the the veteran mental health issues and and uh, some of the uh, um, and, and the veteran suicide issue is the lack of connectivity. Uh, you know these veterans are not able to you know 
get together with the people that um, in the way that they want. And that's one of the things that uh, um, Governor DeSantis really worked on when he, you know, he, he has put the, he has recognized some of these shortfalls in what the VA does. And he has put together state programs to make it easier to buy a home, to make it easier to get a job, to make it easier to become a citizen of, uh, uh, of Florida. Um, and, and then, and, and there's a reason that, you know, almost a third of all military personnel declare Florida as their state of residence because Florida don't got no income tax. And when you're a military retiree and you're trying to figure out how you're going to make your dollar go further, you know, not having to pay, um, the state, uh, income tax on your military retirement is a big deal. <laughs> um, and, and he's kept that, he's kept that going as well. So, uh, you know, and, and look, I mean, a large part of the reason that we did as well as we did in 2016 was because, you know, the party and the candidate made veterans issues front and center. And I believe that Governor DeSantis is doing the same and will continue to do the same if he runs for president. And so, I, I, I you know, that's that's exciting to me as well in order to be able to get out that veteran vote. Alrighty, so we are getting towards the tail end of the episode, which means it's the part of the show where we get to uh, start talking about our final thoughts and to start doing that. I'll, I'll kick things off here, Bob. Um, I, I think it is so important for us to be having this conversation when we're talking about veteran issues and how often we, we've, and I say this as a society, we, we don't talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, the veteran issues that we need to talk about. And it, it ends up, I think, partly being because it's not a sexy political issue. It's not the leading thing. It's not, you know, the, the, the headline story. We have to be able to bring this as a part of the conversation. And it, it starts with us actually reframing the narratives. When I was on Tim Pool back at the beginning of the year, one of the things I brought up many a times was the idea, and actually it's funny enough, we we're talking about Ron DeSantis um, when it was the, uh, the so-called don't say gay bill. And what he did so well was diffusing that narrative and instead of responding to narratives, resetting narratives. Well, the same thing is true when it comes to us talking about policy and, and solutions to issues, but also how we can address the main problems that are out there. So uh, yes, it is important for us to continue having these conversations. That's my final thoughts for today. Bob, what do you have for us? Well, look, you can't you can't run a campaign without people and money. <laughs> so I'm going to ask your viewers to be both. First, go to readyforron.com. Ready, it's www.readyforron.com slash vets and sign up. Tell us you're a veteran. Tell us you want to help. We'll train you. We'll put you to work. We'll give you an opportunity. You uh, you do really well. Hell, we may even start paying you. But don't tell don't tell my boss I said that. Um, uh, second, we need to pay our people somehow, and in political campaigns, that comes from donations. Yep. So you can go to readyforron.com as well, and you can make a donation. Uh, it doesn't need to be much. Uh, you know, a dollar is a dollar. Um, twenty dollars is twenty dollars. Take the year that you entered service. 1982, give us $19.82 every month until the election. If 100 of your people do that, I've now just paid for a veteran staffer in the state of Iowa to work the caucus. So if you have 100 viewers out there that want to give us $19.82 a month, I'll put that to work getting veterans out to vote for Ron DeSantis. 
Well, there you go. There's a call to action if I ever heard one. And if you are one of, yes, I know there's literally tens of thousands of you out there listening to the show, both here on our video as well as our audio version of the podcast. And I know a big portion of you guys are in the uh, the GOP camp. So if this is piquing your interest, you are in fact ready for Ron. Well, here, here we'll make it really easy for you. Uh, all call to actions will be over in the show notes. So if you're on the podcast version of the show, which I know like 95% of you are, uh, all you gotta do is go to your podcast catcher, click the artwork, or just go to your uh, your favorite browser, Chrome, Firefox, I don't know why I even specify that, but go to briannickelshow.com, and that's where you can find today's episode. You can find all 645 other episodes, plus you can find the transcripts from today's episode, all the links, plus you can find all social media, so if you wanna go ahead, follow the conversations, Continue the conversations that will be there as well. And uh, oh, by the way, folks, for the video version of the show, which uh, we're still growing a lot over on our uh, video versions over on YouTube, Rumble, and on Odyssey, find us at B Nichols Liberty. And uh, when you're over there, just do me a favor hit the little subscribe button and notification bell so you don't miss a single time we go live. And uh, oh, by the way, yesterday I had a, it was a one on one with uh, you and me, the audience. Uh, We were talking about how the uh, power of positive selling can actually help you instead of criticizing, yes, love more, how it will help you sell more. Believe it or not, go ahead, check out that episode. I'll include that right here below if you're joining us on YouTube. Otherwise, again, briannickelshow.com for all 645 other episodes. One last thing. Bob, are you a fan of The Office? Uh, I watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I watch it. Okay, well, uh, Michael Scott, one of my favorite characters of all time, and uh, yeah, rumor is he also is running for president. Uh, 2024, Michael Scott, you can go ahead and grab your Michael Scott 2024 shirt <laughs> over at briannicholshow.com forward slash shop plush. We have a lot of other shirts. Uh, we have our What Happened in 1971 shirt. Now that's what I call Tyranny Klaus Schwab shirt, Magic Money Tree shirt, and more. We have backpacks. We have uh, bumper stickers. We have garden flags. You name it, it's over there. So head over to briannicholshow.com forward slash shop and do yourself a favor. Use code TB. NS at checkout. That's all I have for you. Bob, thank you for joining us. Any final thoughts here for the audience today? www.readyforron.com. Love it. All right, folks, that's all we have for you. Thanks for joining us. And with that being said, Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show. Enjoy your Friday, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. I am ready for Ron. Thank you very much. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation? And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to the Brian Nichols Show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support.